What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Cycling, for me, is more about function than leisure. I use my bike to get from point A to point B. Now, when my route takes me down the lakeshore, it's very much an added bonus. Otherwise, I'd rather be walking or doing yoga. But I recently found out about another trail in Chicago that might change my mind about that. It's steeped in some history a lot of folks don't know about, the Major Taylor Trail. When I first was hired by the Chicagoland Bicycle Federation, one of my early tasks was pushing for the completion of the Major Taylor Trail. And at that time, I had no idea who this man was. This is Keith Holt. Keith went from not knowing who he was to co-founding the Major Taylor Cycling Club Chicago. As Keith mentioned, he also helped establish the Major Taylor Trail, which first opened in the early 2000s. Keith works with Brenda Dixon, who has more Major Taylor titles than you could imagine. She's the secretary of the Major Taylor Cycling Club, vice president of the Friends of the Major Taylor Trail, and she's the president of the board for the Major Taylor Trail Keepers. Like, how many hats can you wear? So who was Marshall Walter Major Taylor? Why does he have so many organizations named after him? And a celebration coming up in his name. And why is that trail through the south side that bears his name so important to the folks who live around it? Keith and Brenda are about to explain all of that, starting with how Major Taylor was a trailblazing Black athlete, one of America's first. Major Taylor was a world champion cyclist, more like track riding, uh, not the like the Tour de France one. Mm. He was born in Indiana. Okay. Went out to Worcester, Massachusetts, worked at a bike shop where he eventually got the name Major because he would wear a Majorette outfit oh. while he did oh. trick riding. He's not the first African American world champion. It was a boxer, like a federate boxer before him. Okay. Uh, he passed away uh, here in Chicago at Cook County Hospital. And uh, he was initially in like a, a pulpers on Mark Grave out south until the owner of Schwinn found out and gave him a more proper burial. And he, he was in his prime in like the late. 1800s, early 1900s, right? Early 1900s, yes. And when we hear about folks dealing with racism, yeah, and then you hear about the things that this man dealt with, uh, stories of him riding and someone uh, riding alongside of him trying to choke him. <laughs> 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 it's like, focus uh, on your ride. Like... Right, right. So he was more celebrated as champion overseas than he was here. But now, since the turn of the century, there's been so much more uh, highlighting of of Marshall Major Taylor. You know, Major Taylor was a trailblazer. I call him the Colin Kaepernick of our time. Um, Mm. Bike races were normally held on Sundays, and he refused to ride on Sunday, and they changed them to Saturdays because without his name on the marquee, they couldn't fill the stands. But uh, just wow. to give you a, a, another example, he realized the power that he had with his name, even though 
they the reason that he was filling the stands is they were using racism. It was the black man. Can you beat? Can you ride mm. faster than the black man? But he was part of the the cycling team, and they were going up to New York for uh, a race. Once they got off the train, all of the white teammates was checked into the hotel. He was put in a horse and buggy and was taken down to a, a prominent black family to stay with because they would not allow him to stay in the hotel. And he had the carriage person take him back to the train and he went back home. They fined him $500. And he, he, at that time, he had not lost his fortune. He was very, he was extremely wealthy. Uh, So paying the $500 was not an issue. Mm -hmm. He refused to pay it because of the principle of the matter. Mm -hmm. So I'm just giving you this vignette so you can understand how he was a man of principle. I call him, that was the equivalent of him taking a knee the way Colin Kaepernick did. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was two years later that he did not race where one of the promoters came to him, begged him, they paid the $500 so that they could race because they weren't able to fill the stands during that hiatus where he, he absolutely said, I am not going to pay a fine Mm -hmm. because I'm not going to race. If you're not going to treat me the same as the rest of the team. He was an activist uh, before his time. He should, people should, everyone should know who he is. Jesse Owens, uh, Arthur Ashe, all of the other first great American sports heroes, they all stand on his shoulders without even realizing it. Mm. That in addition to I mean, his, yeah, like you said, his sports accolades. I mean, I see that he won, he held seven world records before we even got to 1900. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Brenda, can you introduce me to the trail? If I'd never, you know, you know, I've been on the trail with you before, but say I never did. Tell me about the trail. It's just a beautiful, very peaceful place mm-hmm. to, to, to explore. It runs through the heart and soul of the south side of Chicago. It starts at the Dan Ryan Woods Forest Preserve, which people that are born and raised in Chicago, that was like family reunion central, all while I was a little girl growing up. Uh, And it twists and turns until you get to Whistler Woods, which is right across the Little Calumet River. Um, So if you ride the entire almost eight and a half miles, you literally have either walked or ridden your bike through the heart of the South side of Chicago. Mm. Whenever I take people on the trail and the full length of the trail uh, as a, on a ride, people are always surprised that, Oh my God, I didn't realize we had this much nature <laughs> right in our city on the South side. I was like, yes, we have, we have some beautiful, beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful places. I do want to ask Keith, what are some of the, the your favorite places on the trail will get you excited when you're getting ready to ride the trail? The bridge, going over the water. And I'll tell you a specific reason why I love it so much is there. Uh, and I always mention to folks if they can do it, get off your bike and just stand there and don't say anything and just listen. On a good windy day, you'll hear the leaves rustling. And if you pause long enough and you wait there long enough, you will see nature going in front of you in the water, uh, some sort of critter going somewhere. But that is my favorite spot because uh, I am a lover of nature. I am especially a lover of urban nature. Mm. 
urban nature is epitified in that spot because there's industry, there's meadow, there's steel in my urban in, urban nature. Uh, there is water, there is concrete, there is grass, there are plants. All these things exist. And then there is also people yeah. in my urban nature. And so that is one of the examples of, of, of urban nature that I appreciate. Yeah. Brenda, you've talked so much about the area that the that the trail goes through. Um, it goes right through the heart of the south side of Chicago. Depending where you depending on where you are on the trail, you could be encountering any number of income levels, any number of ethnicities. Yes. Can you talk about how folks working with the trail have engaged community members over time? Well, um, we, we a myriad of things. One is we do this uh, the annual celebration that we do every year, where we 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 have a strong push to try to get community members to come out and and celebrate the trail, as well as we uh, try to encourage other local bike clubs to come out and participate. Even though you know riding on the trail is not your typical bike club type of a ride because it's it's urban and there's a you know there's a street every other block. Um, but we've done a myriad of things. We also host cleanup days where we post it, where people can actually sign up and register to come out. And we we always do one on Earth Day. The trail is definitely a an intertwined part of the community because something that a lot of people don't really know about the south end of the community, which is where some of your lower uh, priced homes are. And there's actually a housing project uh, racing courts that that uh, is adjacent to the trail. Mm-hmm. That area is a food desert. And so you'll see many community members that use the trail as a shortcut to get to the Aldi's because the Aldi's is the, the only grocery store that has fresh produce uh, in, in the area. Mm-hmm. So um, it's definitely a part of the community. Mm. You mentioned this, uh, the annual event, the Major Taylor Trailkeeper Celebration event is coming up. I want to hear you talk about how the event serves the trail and the surrounding community. It, the the event serves the trail and the surrounding communities by making people aware um, that the trail is there and the trail is there for you. It belongs to all of us in the community. That's the biggest uh, benefit to our community is the, getting the awareness as well as getting people out. Um, every year when we do this, we always uh, SRAM is one of our sponsors that always gives us enough funding to provide lunch uh, to everyone that comes out to participate. So it's also a time for uh, food and fellowship, as mm-hmm. well as the awareness. Uh, the Cook F- County Forest Reserves typically comes out and they have a, a display where they talk, teach about some of the wildlife and the other nature, the birds that, that you can see. So our young people and, and older people get to learn about some of the beautiful nature uh, that exists. They have uh, and the different animals that are native to our area. Yes. And so it's an educational experience, but it's just a really wonderful community experience of fellowship, engagement and education about our community. Beautiful. Um, Keith, you are a legacy member of the Major Taylor community in Chicago, and you've been engaged in the national community for some, uh, for some time now too. Um, 
what has kept you engaged and inspired um, to continue with the trail all these years? So one of the things is that I do love biking. I do love uh, biking in urban areas and nature, just like I said earlier. And uh, part of the thing of when I first got into this, there wasn't anybody else of color really doing it. So it's a paid mm. version. And so when I got in that and I started to learn and I realized um, someone, someone from the South Side, someone who looks like me, mm. uh, who understands about the South Side always needs to be involved. Yeah. Uh, which actually leads me into I'm I'm actually more inspired now, or let's say not necessarily more inspired, I'm renewed because the amount of people who are out here now mm. doing so much. I am just like blown away. Yeah. Uh, I won't say it a lot, but I am quietly just blown away of how much and and the feeling that the Steps will take. Steps will naturally start taking moving forward to helping to reach the potential that we all imagine yeah. about, like the trails, the area. Um, I just I know it's going to happen because there's so much just growing interest to say, yeah, why why can't we have that? Why can't this trail be better? Yeah. Keith Holt is one of the founding members of the Major Taylor Cycling Club Chicago and a pivotal part of the existence of the Major Taylor Trail on the south side of Chicago. Keith, thank you. Thank you for having me. Brenda Dixon is the secretary of the Major Taylor Cycling Club and president of the board of the Major Taylor Trail Keepers. Brenda is also the vice president of the Friends of the Major Taylor Trail. Brenda, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having us and giving us a platform. If you'd like to join the Major Taylor Trail Keepers Celebration Ride is happening on Saturday, August 26th. The ride is about 16 miles out and back, and it includes a barbecue lunch. You can register at MajorTaylorTrailKeepers.org. We'll put the link to the registration in the notes for the show. And that's it for today. Thank you to Justin Bull and Sarah Stark for producing The Rundown and to Ariel Van Clee for editing the show. Our theme music is by Louis Weeks. If you're loving what you're hearing, look down at your app. Go ahead, rate and review the show. It helps more people find the show. I'm Erin Allen. This is The Rundown. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. <laughs> 